Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. Week 16, guys, championship weekend. We have made it. I am going to be going over every single matchup to uh, for this weekend and going over every fantasy-relevant player, telling you if you should start them, telling them what I think about them this week. I was going to do just starts and sits or booms or busts, but I decided, you know, at this point, let's just do it all. <laughs> I'm off of school. Might as well do every single matchup. It's the grand finale of the fantasy season. Uh, I want to talk after this episode a little bit about what you can expect this off season from this page because I do have plans. I'm not just going to take uh, take a break for six months. We'll definitely be getting into that. But let's just start things right off. There are some Saturday games. Texans versus Buccaneers. That's how our week starts off. Uh, that should be a fun game to watch. It's going to be high scoring. So Texans, Buccaneers. On the Texan side of the ball, Deshaun Watson, he's a must-start. He has been phenomenal. Had a down game last week, but I'm expecting a big bounce back against the Buccaneers. These are two teams that can put up a lot of points, so I'm excited mostly about the quarterbacks and wide receivers. Now, Deshaun Watson, I'm expecting 300-plus yards and three touchdowns for him. I think he'll have a big game. I need him to I uh, need him to be better than Lamar Jackson in one of my Super Bowl matchups. Hopefully that happens, but I'm expecting a big game from him. Running backs in Houston, not too excited. Uh, Carlos Hyde, the only one who's really startable or you could consider starting. Uh, He's pretty touchdown dependent if you look at his stats. I think we all know Carlos Hyde is touchdown dependent. He really only does well when he gets a touchdown. He gets about 60 yards otherwise, and that's it. He is not utilized in the passing game whatsoever. So 12 points, he got in the end zone. Then 6, 3, 9, got in the end zone again. 16 points, 104 rush yards last week. But not a single target and that he does not have a safe floor and against Tampa Bay who is the number one rush defense I am not starting Carlos Hyde unless I absolutely have to which you know you might be in a situation you just lost Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook and you didn't grab Boone in time so Hyde interesting start but very touchdown dependent basically a uh basically uh, same as David Montgomery in my eyes. All right, wide receivers for the Texans, DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. I'm expecting a big game from uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm expecting the big game from Watson, and Hopkins is usually the main benefactor there. Now, he's been a little bit a bust in some people's eyes in that they drafted him first round, and he's hasn't been as incredible as they were hoping, but he's the number five uh, PPR 
or number three PPR wide receiver in the league. He's been great. 27 points, 15 against New England when he was facing Gilmore. 26 against Denver when he was facing uh, Chris Harris Jr. And then 17 against Tennessee. I'm rolling him out against Tampa Bay. A very bad secondary. Expect 100 yards in touchdown from him on several receptions. And then Will Fuller is an interesting one. He's He's going to get... I think he's a big he's a big play guy, kind of boomer bust, and I think this is a week he could have that boom just because of the matchup. I think it's going to be high scoring, as I said, to to two quarterbacks, two teams that can put up a lot of points. So he is a sneaky start if you just lost Godwin or someone else. I think you can start him, you know, eighty yards, maybe a touchdown. You're going to be hoping for that big play. So he's someone not too excited about, but I think you can start him if you have to. I would rather on the other side start Perryman over Fuller. But let's go to the other side, speaking of the others the Buccaneers, Jameis Winston. I think he's going to be Jameis Winston with or without Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. I think, you know, 200, 300 yards and three touchdowns, and he'll have a couple interceptions there too, but Jameis Winston is going to be Jameis Winston. That's So if you have Jameis Winston, I would start him against this secondary. Uh, I would not be scared going in without uh, Mike Evans and Godwin. I think he can still get it done fantasy-wise. Uh, Ronald Jones, he... There have been rumors that, you know, they're going to involve the running backs more in the passing game this week, but they've been saying that all season long. Every It seems like every week they say we're going to get the running backs more involved in the passing game, we're going to get Ronald Jones going. It really hasn't happened. I don't think you can start Ronald Jones anywhere really this week in your Super Bowl matchup. He's not really an interesting an interesting player to me. The uh, Buccaneers, good chance they're going to be have, have to play from... Uh, behind a lot of this game against the Texans, who are a high-caliber offense, so not a not a lot of running volume for Jones or uh, or Peyton Barber, and I don't see them ending up being used as receivers much, even though Bruce Arians said they would. I don't trust it. Now, Brashad Perryman, I put out an article about him. I said he was my uh, number one. Yeah, my number one waiver wire target, and I am holding to that. I am starting Brashad Perryman in a couple leagues this week. I think he will have a good game. I see him right now. A lot of people are starting him over everyone, but he's also receiving a lot of hate on Twitter. People are saying, oh, he's had four four years and only one good game. He's a very talented player. He really is. He's finally getting an opportunity. I think he's a wide receiver, too, with a lot of upside. He could fill that role. I think you can start him fairly confidently as a wide receiver, too, or flex this week, you know, 80 yards, and you're going to hope for a big play touchdown. But with Jameis Winston as his quarterback, that can easily happen. Now, the tight ends, O.J. Howard and Cameron Brait, I think you can start both of them. You know, the tight end landscape, it's a little, it's a little gross, as always. And... Without uh, Godwin or Evans, I think Jameis is going to have to look to the tight ends a little bit more. So Howard and Bray, you can start them, and you're just hoping one of them finds the end zone. All right, Bills-Patriots is the next game we are talking about. I'm going to try to go through all of these as fast as possible. I think the Bills are actually going to take down the Patriots. It would be huge for the Bills season. It would be huge for the coaching staff if they can go into Foxborough and beat Tom Tom Brady and Belichick. Now, Josh Allen... I'm not too excited about this week, fantasy-wise. I think this is going to be kind of a low-scoring battle of the defenses like it was last time they played several weeks back. So I would be steering away from Josh Allen. He does have that nice floor because of his rushing ability, but I could see a couple turnovers from him, only one or two touchdowns. I'm not too excited about Josh Allen. If I have him, which I do, I would be trying to find another quarterback. 
Now, Devin Singletary, I've gotten a lot of questions about him, and this is about as hard of a matchup as you can have. And I'm pretty torn because on one hand, he has been playing well in real life, except for the fumbles. But if we take away the fumbles, he's been doing well, and his volume, he's one of the highest volume running backs in the league at this point since the over the back half of the season. He's clearly the... Uh, He's clearly the main running back there. Uh, let's take a look at his carries. 21 attempts, 17, 14, 21, 15, 28. He is getting the ball, and he's as efficient as ever. So I think you can start him. That upside, once again, is capped. But I think he's going to kind of do what Devin Singletary has done all season, which is take his 20 yards for uh, be very efficient and hopefully get the goal line carry. So I am actually going to start Devin Singletary as a flex or running back too. Now wide receivers, John Brown is and Cole Beasley. I'm not starting either of them. This Patriots secondary, it is fierce. We got Gilmore. I am not starting either of them. Um, I would look away to people like Brashad Perryman if I have either of them. Now on the Patriots side of the ball, Tom Brady, I'm not excited about starting either. And I think if you have him, just like Josh Allen, you should move away and find a different option. Tredavious White, this this Bills defense is very, very good. Better than they have been in fantasy even. They're the only defense so far this season, really, that's been able to contain Lamar Jackson. So Brady, I'm not starting. Sony Michelle, I don't want to start him. Now this could be a game that goes in Sony Michelle's favor just because it's going to be more low scoring, but Michelle, I don't think he's a very good running back. And, I mean, most teams in the championships probably don't have Sony Michelle, but if you've made it to the championships starting Sony Michelle, first off, congratulations. That's incredible. But move away against the Bills this week. And same with James White. He is always pretty consistent and safe just because he's a PPR machine. Uh, but I... I would look elsewhere if I can. I really am not excited about starting anyone in this matchup. Um, but I see him kind of like Devin Singletary in that he'll have enough volume in the passing game, that he has a safe floor, and he can make something happen. So James White is startable. Now Julian Edelman and Nikhil Harry, not too excited about starting them either. I really am not excited about anyone offensively except for Singletary and White are the only startable ones, but I'm not excited. Edelman... He and Nikhil Harry will be seeing Trivedavis White. It, Bill's secondary is incredible. Now, Edelman, you probably have to start him if you have him. Uh, and he's going to see receptions like usual. So PPR, he's pretty safe. But I'm not expecting a big game from Julian Edelman. And Nikhil Harry, I'm not starting in my championship week. All right, let's move right on to Rams versus 49ers. I think the 49ers bounce back this week. But I think it's pretty low scoring, actually. Uh, Jared Goff, I think... I don't want to start him, really. I uh, He is startable, but I think there are better options out there. Last week, most of his points, they were, they were garbage time. He only ended up with 17. But he has the ability to put up terrible games. Week 10, 0. 0.72 fantasy points. Week 11, 5 points. Week 12, 3. Then 24, 16, 17. He's been a bit better, but he has shown us that he has the ability to destroy your team. I'm not starting off. I don't have enough confidence. And Richard Sherman, he's back. This 49ers defense, it's pretty fierce. They're going to be hungry to uh, show them that, yes, we are really good. That was a fluke that we lost. Now, Todd Gurley, he's another that I don't really want to start. Most of his points, once again, last week, they came in garbage time. He got the touchdown late on in the game. Uh, but if you look at his stats going back, he has 20 points in the last two games. 
but I don't have any confidence in him. Last week, he only averaged 1.8 yards per carry. He, I... I, I don't I'm not starting Todd Gurley if I have him I'm looking away now a lot of teams will have to but if you can get someone like Boone who's still only 60% owned get Boone and start him over Gurley now Cooper Cup Robert Woods and Higby this is where it gets interesting because Cup he has not been used much he had once again a garbage time touchdown last week which kind of saved his day but I I don't have a lot of confidence. I I see him as a low end wide receiver two or a flex play this week. Um, his his tar- his snap percentage is concerning. I think you can start him, but don't expect a big game. You know, I would expect twelve points, fourteen points, nothing big. But I think he's startable. And same with Robert Woods. They're pretty interchangeable right now in this matchup. I expect you know. Six, twelve, uh, six, sixty yards on six targets, twelve points, thirteen, fourteen points, and you're hoping for a touchdown. Now Higby is interesting because he has been phenomenal the past couple weeks. He has been, he came out of nowhere, uh, coming in for Everett's injury, and he's been one of the best tight ends over the past couple weeks. Twenty three points, eighteen, twenty three, and it's interesting because Everett is going to be returning this week. He'll probably be limited, but it makes me move Higby down in the rankings a little bit. I'm just a little worried, uh, not enough targets to go around and feed everyone. But Higby still a better streaming option than most tight ends. So I'm starting him if I have him, and you just got to hope for that touchdown now and that Everett doesn't siphon off too much volume. Now on the 49ers side of the ball, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, not too excited about starting. I think this is going to be another low-scoring game. Uh, you can start him, but only expect one or two touchdowns from him. I would look away from him, and I don't think most many teams left have Jimmy Garoppolo as their weekly starter, but he's not someone I would be streaming. Now, Raheem Mostert, he is someone that I would play with confidence. The Rams, they just gave up, I mean, 300 rushing yards to Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, so Mostert, I think he could run wild. Uh, Mostert will be have a big game. I'm starting him as a RB2 with upside. And then Kittle must start as always. And Emmanuel Sanders, he gets a little bit interesting. Uh, he had the big game a couple weeks ago, and then he kind of he kind of laid the dud. So, yeah, 34 points and then two. I am not, I'm not too confident starting him. I will not start him if I have him unless, as I said, you absolutely have to. So those are my thoughts on that game. I think the 49ers win it. And let's move on. Steelers-Jets, uh, a wonderful game we all want to watch. Uh, Hodges, Duck Hodges, you're not starting. Uh, <laughs> uh, James Conner, I think I think he's startable. If you have him, you may have to. But against the Steelers front, or against this Jets defense, the Jets rush defense is pretty good. So I'm not too excited, but I think he could have a decent game if he finds the end zone. And then James Washington, I think he could have a nice day. He could catch that long touchdown. So he's a kind of desperate option, but I think you can get by starting him. And then Sam Darnold, Mm-mm. no, no, I'm not starting Sam Darnold anywhere on no way not against the Steelers defense the Steelers defense is very 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 good Sam Darnold I'm expecting a terrible game you know one of his one touchdown two interceptions gets sacked 10 times I'm expecting a terrible game from the Jets offensively uh Le'Veon Bell might be startable you're gonna hope he finds the end zone it's gonna you know be how he has been all year really where he scores you know gets 70 yards all total 
and you just hope he finds the end zone. So I'm not too confident about him, but I think you can get by starting him. And then Jamison Crowder, the PPR machine, who is no longer a PPR machine, he and Robbie Anderson, I'm not starting against this Steelers defense. The Steelers defense is far too good for me to start. So really the only guy there I'm starting are uh, Connor, I think is startable. James Washington, you got to hope for that big play. And then Bell, I think you can start. And uh, so let's move on to the Saints-Titans. Hopefully this game has more offense than the past couple games we've talked about. Uh, I think this one will. I think Breeze, I think you can start him once more. He has been red hot. And I talked about him last week. He really hasn't been bad at all. He had two bad games, and they were against the same team. So Breeze, I'm starting. It's a harder matchup, but, you know, I'm I'm playing him this week. He is red hot. He's got some great weapons. He really does. So Breeze, I'm starting. I don't think he has a huge week, but I think he gets it done. Alvin Kamara, it's gross, but if you have him, you probably still have to start him unless you have some great running backs. And I think he's going to kind of do what he's done all year. And I think he does better than he has the past couple weeks. I, I think he can maybe get 100 yards from scrimmage, and you got to hope he finds the end zone. That's what's going to save you with Kamara. I saw an interesting stat. He's only averaging about six yards less per game this season. He just has the four touchdowns, which is killing him fantasy-wise. And I'll talk more about Alvin Kamara this offseason, but so far right now, I think I'm not too excited, but I think he is playable just just hope he finds the end zone, kind of same as all weeks. Now, Michael Thomas, another boom. Finally, we get someone who I think will do well. Uh, Michael Thomas, I think, is in for a huge game. He's <laughs> Michael Thomas is red hot. I traded him for him a little while ago in a league. I gave up a lot, but Michael Thomas, it is paying off. He uh, He's going for history right now. It, he could be... Um, well, okay, so I'll read you what Sleeper says. Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas will get a week 16 matchup with Tennessee Titans defense that could be without their best corner. Uh, So Adore Jackson is injured. So Michael Thomas, he's only 11 receptions away from breaking the NFL single season record. And we saw last week, if they can, the Saints want to get their players those records. We saw with Drew Brees, they were manufacturing those touchdowns. So he is coming off 29 points and 30 points. I think Michael Thomas finishes the season strong and cements himself as the wide receiver one for next year. Michael Thomas, I'm expecting a huge game. Um, 130 yards on 10 receptions, 11 receptions. I think he gets that record this game. And of course, I think he finds the end zone. Michael Thomas, of course you're starting him, but be very happy if you have him in your lineup and be very scared if you're going against him. And then Jared Cook is a touchdown. He has had several good games, really. He did not find the end zone last week, but I think he's startable once again. He's a great option against the Titans. Um, He's had 50 yards in the last six games, and he's scored a touchdown in three of them. He's He's been a very good tight end down the stretch, and I think he's a much better option than many of the streamers out there, like Ian Thomas. So Cook, I am starting with confidence. Once again, you're hoping he finds the end zone, but as tight ends go, I think he's one of the better ones in just uh, yardage that he will get. Um, so then let's go to the 
let's go to the Titan side of it. Ryan Tannehill, he has been flaming hot. I called for a trap game last week, and I look like a genius for the first half of the game. In the first half of the game, when he had what an interception and four yards, and then he came alive in the second half, and he got it done. And I think he once again gets it done. I think he, I think he's a real deal, which I did from the beginning. But I think even in this hard matchup, I think he can still get things done. I think he finds enough room in the secondary that he can make things happen. And I think he can find a, the end zone with his legs. He's been a pretty mobile quarterback finding the end zone rushing a couple times. So Tannehill, I think that, that high ceiling isn't going to be there this week. Marshawn Lattimore, a great, great, great defender. But I think he's still startable this week. Now, Derrick Henry, if you have him, you're starting him. I'm not particularly expecting a huge game from him. Uh, But I think he'll find the end zone, and I think he'll have, you know, 100 yards. So 16 points or so, maybe more, but I'm not expecting a big game. Now, A.J. Brown is interesting. I am backing away a bit from A.J. Brown this week. He's been phenomenal uh, so many times this season. But against Marshawn Lattimore, I don't think he can have, you know, that big play. And that's what you're going to be hoping for. So he's startable. but he's not going to have a big game. He's not going to kill you, I don't think, this week. But, uh... Not too excited. I might look. I would start Rashad Perryman over him, for example. So that's that's who I've got there. I think the Titans take down the Saints. Uh, it's at home, so they play great at home. Now let's go to the Panthers versus Colts. This is this is an interesting one with Greer coming in at quarterback. It really muddies the water with what we know about DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel and even Christian McCaffrey. Of course, if you have Christian McCaffrey, you're still going to start him just because he's Christian McCaffrey. But you got to be a little bit nervous. And uh, but I still think he has a good game. I just. I might not expect the 35, 40 points that we've been seeing the past couple weeks, more like a 25-point game, which you're not going to complain about, but I think his upside might be a little bit lower with Greer coming in. I don't expect a good game from Greer, really. It's going to be his first start. Uh, We'll see. It, it could happen. I'm not expecting it, though. So that really does hurt DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel in my eyes, and... I'm not starting uh, Curtis Samuel anymore, and DJ Moore... I think he's talented enough that he can get it done, no matter who's quarterback. I think he can get it done, and the Panthers are Colts secondary, not the best. So I think he is still startable, but you got to be nervous if you're starting him with a, a new quarterback. Um, but I would start him if I had him. All right, up next is the Colts uh, side of this. Jacoby Brissett and Marlon Mack and T.Y. Hilton are the three players we'll, we're going to talk about there. Brissett. I'm not starting after last week. I think he has a bit of a bounce-back game. He has to. Last week was a historically bad game, but I'm still not starting him, especially in my uh, Super Bowl. I think he has a decent game, but nothing great. And then Marlon Mack, I think he can have a big game. The Panthers, they are not good against the rush. And Marlon Mack, he's coming back. He he Last week was his first week back, and that game got out of control fast. But the Panthers, I don't think they have the ability to put up points like the Saints do, especially with Greer coming in for the first start. So I think Marlon Mack is a sneaky league winner this week. I think he could have a big game, you know, 100 yards, two touchdowns. So Marlon Mack, I am starting. And T.Y. Hilton, while I'm not excited just because just because of what's been happening with him, I think you can start him this week against the Panthers. Panthers, I think they have a pretty bad week with Greer coming in for the first start. So Hilton, not excited about starting, but I think you can. I think he finds the end zone finally. All right, so moving on to the game of the century, the Bengals versus the Dolphins. 
Now, I live the closest uh, city near me with an NFL team is Cincinnati. So I have had the horror of watching every Bengals game for my life. You know, that's the game that's always on, CBS. And this week, I am actually excited. This is going to be a good game. <laughs> it's uh, going to be entertaining, at least. Um, Andy Dalton, I think you can start him, actually. I I talked about it a while ago. He could be a sneaky league winner and that he has some great matchups down the road, and he's been pretty bad. But against the Dolphins, I think he can get it done. Joe Mixon, I think, explodes this week. I think he has a monster game. Uh, Joe Mixon, he's really, in my opinion, the best running back in the league. I'll be talking about him a lot this offseason, but start Mixon with confidence. He is going to have a huge week against Miami, you know, 160 yards, two touchdowns, a big week. Um, Boyd and Ross, I'm not starting Ross. It's boomer bust with him, and, you know, 99% of his career has been bust instead of boom. But Boyd, I, I think you can start him. He's good enough, and the matchup is good enough that he's a safe start. Now, on the other side of the thing, Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Bengals, I think you can start as well. And then um, Parker, his main wide receiver, really only wide receiver, I think you can also start. He's basically uh, like Tyler Boyd in this matchup in that he's good enough and the matchup is good enough that I think he gets it done. So those two I'm starting now. Laird, I'm getting a lot of questions about Patrick Laird. I'm not confident enough in starting him after last week. Um, I thought Parker, with Parker coming back, we've seen a dip in Laird's targets and receptions. So I'm not starting Laird unless I have to, but there are better options on the waivers than Laird, I think. All right, so next up, oh, who do I have taking that game? Ooh, I think Dolphins get it done. I think they do. All right, Ravens-Browns. This is a rematch. If you don't remember last time these two teams played, the Browns killed the Ravens, which was... That was very interesting, uh, but I think things uh, flip th- or flip around this time, and I think the Ravens handle them easily. Lamar Jackson, if you have him, you're starting. Your only hope is that he doesn't do so well that they bench him, but, uh, you know, if they bench him, it's because he scored like, 50 points. So Lamar Jackson, you're starting, obviously. Mark Ingram, he's a must-start at this point in this matchup. Uh, I think he finds the end zone, has, you know, 50, 60 yards, so I think he has a good week. And then Mark Andrews, I, I'm starting him. He's been a very good tight end. He's he's getting healthy, and in this matchup against the Browns, I'm starting him. Uh, and, and, I mean, the tight end landscape is so, so bleak. He's, he's going to have a good game. Now, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, he's been a little inconsistent this season, but once again, I think Lamar Jackson has a big game. I think Marquise has a good game. Brown is an incredibly talented player that it really only takes one play. We saw last week that big bomb down the field. So Marquise Brown, I am starting, I'm, I'm basically firing up all my Ravens against the Browns. Now, on the Brown side of things, Baker Mayfield, I'm not starting. The Ravens defense, it has come on strong over the back half of the season. Baker Mayfield, this Browns team is really in disarray, and... Uh, I'm not expecting much from Baker Mayfield. Chubb, if you have him, you're going to start him. He has been incredible this season, even with Hunt in the mix. Uh, I think it continues. I think Chubb is going to be a solid RB1 with that upside of a big play touchdown. And then Hunt is going to be an RB3 flex with the PPR value. Uh, That's where I am with that. And then Odell Beckham Jr., I'm not starting. Ravens secondary is too good, and Odell Beckham slash Baker Mayfield is too bad to start. And I think most people with Odell Beckham are not in the finals. Uh, You had to draft him first round, second round to get him. So he's been one of the bigger busts of the season. Hard to know where to place the blame, but obviously some falls on his shoulders. But I'm not starting him is what it comes down to. Jarvis Landry, though, I think you can start him. He's like so many other players this week where I think, you know, 
they have a fine game. Nothing special like Michael Thomas or uh, Joe Mixon, but I think he has a fine game. Okay, sorry to cut things short, but we will have to continue this podcast tomorrow. Part two will be up tomorrow afternoon, Saturday. I hope this was enough to get you started setting your lineup, and I'll see you tomorrow.